is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, Sean Spencer, one half of that dynamic duo that is Let's Talk Football. And ladies and gentlemen, yeah, it's the middle of the week. It's Wednesday. So you know what that means. Happy Hump Day! And if it's Wednesday, you know it's time for Washington Football Weekly, which means I must be with my guy. I must be with my guy from the steamiest place, the hottest place in America, South Carolina's finest, Will Kramer. What up, Will? What's going on, man? You ain't kidding when it, when you say it's it's hot here. Let me tell you something. I don't know why my I'm trying to watch the the cap score and it was making noise. Sorry about that in my in my headphones. It was upper seventies today. I went out and played 18 holes of golf with my father-in-law. Right, I'm having right. a great little Wednesday. The Caps have started. Ovi is back. Hockey's back. I'm enjoying that. So, uh, yeah, it's a good little Wednesday. And now we get to top it off by talking some Washington. So it's a good, good little day. <laughs> Absolutely nothing could be sweeter than talking about our team even though we did take another L, ladies and gentlemen, but it doesn't matter. We're still here. We're going to be here. And we got a couple special guests for you today. We are so, so very excited that we have these excited guests. excited for tonight's show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we got a game tomorrow night, ladies and mm-hmm. gentlemen. We play the, the Bears, the Chicago Bears in Soldier Field, Chicago. So excited. Nicholas and uh, uh, Nicholas Rosario and uh, Delilah Crespo will be joining us. Uh, and real quick, speaking of them and our coach, we have today is the 12th, three more days left for Hispanic Heritage Month. Definitely want to shout them out for Hispanic Heritage Month. Our coach, Ron Rivera of uh, Latino Descent, definitely want to shout them out for that month. It is September 15th to October 15th. So definitely want to shout out all the contributions and everything that uh, the Hispanic community has done for this great country and the world. So Mm -hmm. happy Hispanic Heritage Month to you guys. And uh, Will, speaking of celebrations, 1939, there was a there was it was a blessed day. Okay, October 11th, the great Bob Spencer, my father, was born. Happy birthday, Dad. 83 years young. Just just got back from Cancun. Oh, Oh, my God. My dad is still moving and grooving. Finally retired for good, living in uh, North Carolina, Smithfield, with my mom, living their best life. Awesome. uh, Apparently, my dad and uh, my mom went up to see one of my dad's oldest friends uh, that he grew up like on the block with in like the 50s and all that stuff ended up moving to Charlotte. So my dad actually got a chance to hang out with him and they were just back and forth, back and forth. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I would have loved to have been on the fly of the wall and just sat there and just listened to those stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So that's awesome. Happy birthday to Papa Spencer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Drew, what is going on? Hey, 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 go Caps. That's all I can say to you. (laughs) Go Caps. See that? Hockey. You see see the shirt. You see the shirt he's wearing. It's a special day. Let's go. (laughs) But look, ladies and gentlemen, we know why you're here. You're here to talk football. And unfortunately, game five did not go the way we wanted it to. And we're going to go ahead and recap it. The Tennessee Titans come away with a victory 
uh, in a 21-17 to 17 game. I'm going to tell you, to be quite honest, my thoughts on Sunday, which happens a lot, my thoughts on Sunday were a lot rougher than my thoughts were today. I'm 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 calm. I've gone back and watched the tape. I've I've listened to you know the uh, the the podcast and the press mm-hmm. conferences, and I didn't get I didn't buy into all the extra stuff. We know some of the things we're going to talk about later. What our yeah. coach said and things like that. Look, nobody's happy about being one and four. Okay, we struggled, but there was a lot of bright spots in this ball game, Will. And yes. there's a lot of things that we can build on. And I, I know every one in four team wants to say this, but I kind of feel like we might be one of the better one of four teams out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's I mean, David. I, I mean it it's right. Comes that, out well. <laughs> that's it. We might be one of the better one of, of all the teams that sucked this year. We might, <laughs> we may be all the best of the teams that suck, right. you know, no, man, this one, this one hurt. I'm yeah. not going to lie. This one yes. hurt yeah. because it was the most winnable that we had. I mean, we're sitting there at the goal line at two, at the two-yard line. I told you all before, you, Anton, Ab, you're going home happy as winners that game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here it is. And then we had that that pick, and it's like, you, it's just so deflating for the game yeah. to end all of a sudden that quickly. Boom snatched away from you and then you start to hype it so that one was rough man i i needed i needed some time to get over it oh absolutely absolutely and i and i'm not gonna lie like i'm kind of to the point where i don't know how much money i want to spend to go to support dan snyder and some of the things that are going on in washington i and one thing exemplifies that in a nutshell uh i got one beer will i think it was a 22 ounce $17. Mm-hmm. $17. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't even want to drink it. I, no. I went here, take it back. Like I don't, that, what the hell? That, I don't, I, I'm sorry, but that is, that is absolutely awful. But ladies and gentlemen, like Lil Will alluded to, I was at the game as was Anton, as was Ab. Didn't get a chance to see Ab. I saw him on Facebook talking about he's potentially giving out the tickets. And apparently since my phone is not the greatest, I can't get there. <laughs> nope, <laughs> you wouldn't know. Right. <laughs> you have no idea. The world is passing you by, Sean, because of that phone of yours. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But I was there. It was absolutely beautiful. My sister was able to give get me tickets. She actually asked in the group chat right after the Cowboys game. She's like, I got six tickets to the game next week. And she was like, they're free. And I seriously debated it, ladies and gentlemen. I was seriously like, ah, where are they? She's like, they're free. I said, I know, but where, where are they? Like, I need to know because I don't, I can't deal with this. So they were actually pretty good seats. I, I got a couple of videos. She was there because it was part of breast cancer, breast cancer awareness. They had the whole pink thing going. My sister, love her, to, love her dealer. My older sister is a breast cancer survivor. So she was able to get multiple tickets. She was actually there. My cat mm-hmm. and I were able to see her and, and hang out with her for a little bit. Um, I want to kind of show you where I was sitting and uh, kind of uh, just a couple of things they did in here. Do you mind sending me a ticket so I can go to the bathroom? Okay, I don't know how, how to do that. Do you want me to go with you? I can go out with you. I'll just let the guy know. Well, no, I'll go out with you. Ready to go out? Yeah, I guess we're going to have to eat. I'll wait. I'll wait for the players, man. Let's go, Washington! Woo! Oh, I never, I 
Yeah, buddy. And and uh, uh, first and foremost, I apologize that me and my fiance were talking about having to go to the bathroom. I did not know that that caught that audio was caught on there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like uh, Nicole said, my bucket list is to see an actual game. Glad you're to celebrate with your fam. I, oh, it was it being there. Will you know about it? Like I, yeah. I don't care how mad I can get at the team. Something there's something special about being there, being in the atmosphere with everybody. You heard in the video we said there wasn't that many people there. It yeah. filled up as the game went on. Okay. But the chants were loud, man. And it wasn't hail. It wasn't. It was Henry, Henry, mm. or let's go Titans, or defense, defense. And I'm like, we're on the field. What? All these Titans fans. Interesting, because you, you couldn't hear that on TV. I did no. see blue. You saw a lot of blue. It stands out, but it didn't seem as as other ones did. But you know, you would get to experience. You you had a different experience than I could. Yeah, and, they, hmm. and and look, they were they were brazen. They were bold. The Titans fans were loud. We had a guy that was kind of sitting like catcornered behind us, just going in like tighten up like every five minutes. And I, and, you know, and I I was cool with it. I wasn't tripping. I wasn't expecting much. But he was saying it on that last drive. And there was a point where I looked over like, bro, don't let us win this game. You know what I mean? And maybe that's the reason why we lost it. But look, let's go into kind of the game. It was, it was, look, it, it was a great affair being there. A lot of good moments. Obviously, I'm gonna talk about a couple of them. My guy finally showed uh, up. You get buddy. all the time to talk about this. I will <laughs> so defer excited. to you when we get so to it. So excited. Yes. Let's go. But let's hey, let's break down our keys. Our, our, let's evaluate our keys to the game that we brought up last week. Will I'm gonna let you go first, man. Talk about some of the things that we said. Mm-hmm. And if they actually did that. Yeah, I got two, but I'll, I'll start with one. So the first one, I hope I'm not stealing yours, is we said they needed to stop Derek Henry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And for the most part, they did. Yeah. He he had over 100 yards. So, like, that's kind of like a barometer of do you how many 100-yard, you know, rusher games do, do you give up to um, as, as a defense? Um, sorry, I can't speak tonight. And so, like, that – while that is a, a statistic and a barometer, it took him 28 – carries to get yes, there, you yes. know now he had a couple impactful runs there were a few times i think there was a fourth down run it's like well, what are you gonna do what do you think yep. they're gonna do yep. you know when he got the first down because he's a big dude yeah. um you know but and he had a couple times he gashed them but for the most part i mean 28 carries for 102 yards means you're not getting crushed by the run Exactly. And that is the key to their offense. And so they did, you know, he got a touchdown. Yes. But like they, they did a pretty decent job of containing that rushing attack. So I, I was, I was impressed by that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And I know I'm looking back at that fourth and one, we actually strung the play out, you know what I mean? And we were kind of keeping him away. And then, you know, arm tackles, you can't arm tackle Derrick Henry. You know, we weren't wrapping up, and he did get that first. But, yeah, no, I like it. I, that's something I looked at, and I and I kept thinking, like, during the game, oh, is he under 100? Is he under 100? But he just just did get over with his two touchdowns. Um, For me, uh, one of the keys that I had said, we need to get – we need to take a shot early. We need mm-hmm. to take a shot at the beginning of the drive, early and often. I believe on three first downs, or one of them was like a second and one, taking a shot. The one – the early one to De'Ami Brown. We took a shot early in the drive, yeah. and that was huge for us. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, like our first our first offensive drive, we take a shot deep. Those are the things we want because what that does is now that takes those safeties out of the box. That brings those guys back. Maybe those linebackers think twice before coming up because we were able to get deep and get behind them. I loved that. Um, 
obviously we'll talk about some penalties and things kind of pulled us back to where we took us out of those situations, but you can definitely tell the plays were there. And in fact, in one play that we'll talk about later, that was that we ended up challenging the Cam Sims incompletion. If you go back and look at that play, McLaurin was running a post to the opposite side. The corner on that back end came up because we had an underneath route to Samuel. So we had a an open play deep. And I, Will, you oh. know me. You know me. I was I was in there to, he's open, he's open. And I'm sitting on my chair yelling, Carson, do you not see him? I was living. He didn't, no. But, but, but again, <laughs> this is the benefit of us being in the crowd, seeing the whole field, yeah. and him having the rush and everything go yeah. in there. And look, it was a good pass for what it was, but uh, that one kind of bit me. But I do like the fact that we went deep. Yes. Early and often, it was something that it's going to put fear in those defenders and it'll open up our offense. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep. Well, and on that play, it's funny you said that. I did not know they ran a combo route and Terry was behind him because I saw Samuel looking at him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can look on underneath too. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second key that I, that I wanted to see happen was to avoid or contain Jeffrey Simmons. Mm-hmm. We did not do that. Mm-mm. He had three tackles. He had two assisted tackles, and he had one and a half sacks. So, dude, but dude is a monster in there. Yeah, um, it, that's not a that's not easy to do, and that's a tougher task when you've got the likes of Andrew Norwell, Nick yep. Martin, and Tadik Charles as your starting guards and center. That is not they are not going to get the job done. No. Um, so, so while he made some plays, you know. It, Luckily, none of his plays were so impactful in the game that they they were game-changing plays, you know, strip sacks, that type of stuff. Um, Except for when we get to the final drive, I did see something that he he did. Um, But he's a a monster. They did the best they could. He made some plays, but luckily they weren't too impactful. Right, right. And, and, I mean, that directly goes with mine. And my, my last thing was that to establish the run. We didn't do that. We had under 50 yeah. yards on the ground. And the one, the lone bright spot, shout out to our guy, number eight, Brian Robinson, miraculously coming back on the field after mm-hmm. the gunshot situation, after dealing with that and hit that recovery. It was so amazing. You want to talk about electric, Will? It was amazing. He comes onto the field. They're singing, many men, many, 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 many men, wish death upon me. That Like the 50 Cent song. And mm. he comes on the field with that. Woo! I mean, you want to talk about a crowd? That 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 was a feeling. I got chills thinking about that. The crowd stood up. Everybody was roaring in there. At the end of the day, he was on a pitch count. Had just under ten carries, mm-hmm. just a little bit, about twenty yards. They didn't use him as much. It was great to see him in there, but it was weird though because Gibson didn't really get any attention. Uh, Samuel didn't get any attention. Our, our second leader rusher was Carson Wentz, who had 15 yards. You know what I mean? So we averaged as a team under three yards a carry. It was stressful. And part of that was Sims. Part of that was that defense that wasn't necessarily blowing everything up, but they were definitely shutting down the run. And that hurt us um, in the long run. Essentially, we were still in the game towards the end. But when we got behind the chains a little bit and we could not run the ball, that right. definitely affected uh, the play calling. So. Definitely. Absolutely. I know. I, I really thought there was going to be a Brian Robinson touchdown. I did too. I just, I just I figured too. that was just be poetic. <laughs> I did too. It's coming. Man. It's coming. Yeah, oh, it, is. it is. It is. It yeah. is. And, and I'm, I'm not going to lie. We're not, I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. 
But I was one of the people, and you know this because on Sunday I was saying in the group chat, I was one of the people that said, you brought this man back. He is back. Give him the damn ball. I was the person. Yes, Will. I said it. <laughs> After I look back at it, the, the fact that we didn't have any timeouts in that last. Oh, last you're game. talking about the final drive. I'm talking about the final oh, drive. Oh, are you agreeing oh, yeah. with me now? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wow, see, see that? This is why I don't agree with you on, on, on camera, right? <laughs> no, and you, you're, I mean, look, I, I still, I still, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah. break that down. Yeah. But yeah, definitely you have him back. And it, these are the reasons why you have this type of a runner, this type of a bruising runner, some, similar to a Najee Harris. You know what I mean? Somebody yeah. that when you need short yards, you need a couple yards, give him the damn ball. He'll make yeah. it happen. But we'll definitely get into that. But look, we've been talking good things. Do you have any more uh, of our keys from last week? No, yeah, that was it. Yeah, we've been talking good things. Let's continue to talk about it. Let's continue to go into the positives. Um, I, and I'm going to start. I'm going to absolutely start. Everybody jumps on Carson. Oh, uh, you know, I'm not going to say him yet. I'm saving him for. I'm saving him for the game balls. I'm not. Okay. I'm not doing it. I'm not because I. I actually got some some interesting things about him. So I'm not going to – they're not going to call me a homer, all right? I, I'm excited. That, yeah. It's tempered. It's tempered. But, no, I, honestly, honestly, I'm going to start with Carson. We know about all the hate. We know about even our own fans. We we are in the group chat where they're sitting here saying, call for Carson's head. Is it Sam Howell time? Do we need to get Heineke in here? X, Y, and Z. We And we, we got pressured a lot this game. But Carson stood in there. He took us down the field at the very end of the game. We know over 300 yards, two TDs, one of the top tier passers yardage wise in the game right now. Look, we got to be patient with him. Okay. We face the likes of Dallas, who has a solid defense. Tennessee, their defense is, especially their secondary, is nothing to sleep on. Philly, we know what they're doing. Detroit played the game of their lives, and we got and we saw the Jacksonville. But look, we've played top tier defenses coming through this week, and Carson has not disappointed. Now, Nate, not all the, the you know, his decision-making is, is where we might want it. And maybe he's holding the ball too long. But you know what, though, Will? And you've said this all offseason. He brings us that opportunity to go deep. He brings us that deep threat that we have not had in years. And he will take those chances. So it's almost like Diggs with Dallas. I'll take him trying to jump a pass and barely missing it and then maybe going back. Uh, because you know what he's going to get if he gets the ball, if he gets the interception. I'll mm-hmm. take Carson holding the ball a little bit longer because you know if he can get if he can get it, it's there. And we've seen it. We saw it a lot in this game. I have to shout him out because I'm, I'm really excited. This is the Carson I wanted to see. Now, we didn't win, but I still – this is I, – I can build with – I can work with this. I want you to stay, Carson. That's where I am. So, Will, what, what are you thinking? You just said I want you to stay. At one point, if we would have gone on live, you would have said, I want Heineken be, to be my starter. So we say a lot of things earlier in the season. <laughs> like, are you are you trying to say, like, you want him to say, like, this season or you want to stay longer than this season? What do you mean? Look, we, I, 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 look we, we've talked about coaching. We've talked about, you know, replacing and taking out. We got to give these guys an opportunity. Carson can get the job done. It's not going to get done in one year. I, I don't I don't think that because we have – issues on that line we need to get our backs going we have a lot of receivers but everybody's got to get on the same page so honestly from what i saw yesterday that's that that's what i wanted to see 
I wanted to see Carson taking that shot. I wanted to see them coming in and Carson flicking the ball to somebody and keeping the drive alive. I want to see us have a chance. I don't. I didn't feel I, we had as much of a chance uh, last year with Heineke or mm-hmm. Haskins or, I mean, Alex Smith, even with those, you're wishing that we had it. He provides that opportunity for us. So, yes, if he continues to do that, I do want him to stay. And And maybe, you know, who knows? We'll see what a full 17 is like for him. But if he, he provides us with an opportunity that will allow our weapons to definitely um, to definitely exploit that defense. And yes, yes, yes. I want him to stay. Let's Interesting. go. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I'm still on the wait and see mode with him, but but I'm very, very patient, especially this season, just like you're talking about. Um, and, and some of that, that second touchdown pass, was him calling an audible. Yes. And and that's what, you know, so there was a lot of criticism last week because they didn't really say whether or not he he can or, or can't in it. And then he called an audible. And, and essentially what Ron was trying to say was this was his fifth game playing with these guys and with us. Like there's a there's a feeling out period that it that continues to happen. And it can take some time. You know, he he was out with, you know, without Jahan Dotson and having to learn what a couple and Logan Thomas and having to learn what those other guys are going to do, what their strengths are. And so it is taking him some time. But I, I do agree with you. He he is a positive from from Sunday. Um, he once again had over 300 yards passing, 359 yards passing. Yep. Like you just said, he he gives us something we have not had on this team in this city in years, years. yeah, you know, and, and it's not saying that he's the, you know, that he's the, you know, a top 10 quarterback in the league, but he gives us a chance to compete. And, and right. right now that's all we're looking for, you know, <laughs> out of it. Um, I, I agree with you where I mean, he showed guts. Like not only was he making some runs on, you know, he had a couple bad snaps that he, he picked up immediately and just went and dove and got four or five yards. He made something out of nothing. Do you remember? I think we threw a, a, a screen pass. He was downfield and he lowered his shoulder into, yes. the, into the guy. Like you <laughs> it, was the talk run. Of, it was the run. To it, was it a run? Okay. All right. Cut back and he kind of lived. Oh man. I yeah. 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 So like you want to talk about, uh, you know, a quarterback and, a, and that, or a player that players are going to fight for. They're going to do more. You're right. And uh, he did play well. He he had two very, very impressive touchdown passes yep. on Sunday. Yep. You know, they were, and they were exactly stuff that his strengths and the stuff that we haven't had. So I, I agree. I really liked, I really liked his play on Sunday as well. Um, I'm going to switch over to the, to the other side of the ball for my, for my positive. Um, and I'm going to talk about, our, our just overall defense, okay? We made a lot of key stops in that second half to give our offense the ball back. I mean, and there were a couple times, you know, the end of the third and the fourth quarter when we made the stops so that we were able to get the ball back. Unfortunately, the offense kind of sputtered, but they were making plays. Our defensive line probably had their best game that we've had all season. All right. Yeah. They had five sacks. Multiple people got sacks. We only gave up 181 yards passing, which, which, you know, we really contained what, what Tennessee was able to do. They had pressure all day. Our guy Montez Sweat showed up 
two sacks, mm-hmm. two sacks, and he was a he was a constant force, yeah. you know. So so they were they were really doing things. Your guy from UNC, Cole Holcomb, had eleven tackles. He was everywhere, you know. They weren't spectacular. They followed their bend don't break, but they played really really well, and they gave, they put us in a chance to to compete and win it, and that's all we can ask for right now. So I, I was enjoying seeing our defense play. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, man. They they definitely did, and you, you know, you you take one play, you you take that deep ball away uh, on McCain. I mean, that, this whole thing changes. You take a couple penalties away here and there, and this game might not be as close as as the score led on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, look, like you said, our, our defense played alive, uh, and and what that did was that then encouraged our offense, our wide receivers. They did, They especially late in the game, they did what we needed to do. Let, uh, yes, yes, do it. Finally, finally my guy came out here and did it. Finally, De'Ami Brown in North Carolina came out here and did first chance he got. They threw that post, He got, and it was beautiful. He was right on. And I'm not going to lie, Will, I was looking at it, and I was I kind of had just gotten up. I would come back. And I remember they're throwing it, and I was like, oh, he's throwing it. I was like, who are they throwing it to? And I was like, Tiami! Yes! And I'm sitting here screaming, like, let's go, Tar Heels! Where you? <laughs> I lost my mind. Oh, my goodness. I absolutely lost it. He's And he came to our, towards our end zone. So I'm yelling, Tiami, Tiami, I'm over here. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, went, I went off on that one. But that second one. That mm-hmm. second one that looked like it was something from the uh, North Carolina South Carolina game, where he gave that little one hand, brought it in. Well, I forgot that play. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> I wish I had the clip. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Ami, he took he took advantage of that opportunity, and it was great. I mean, yes. I will talk about some of the negatives as far as when we're getting it to maybe how many catches this and that. But if you go back and look at Curtis Samuel, consistently getting it done, he had six catches for over over sixty yards. Um, McLaurin, McLaurin played big, and and you know one of the things I'm going to talk about in the negatives is maybe how long it's taking us to get it to him. Mm-hmm. But when we get it to him, and it, it kind of at least in this game made me feel like he's saying, "Okay, you're gonna wait to give me the damn ball. Watch what happens when I get the damn ball." Because three or four plays, he's getting first downs, including on the last drive where it looked like he got stopped for a short play. He makes a move and cuts it and and not only gets the first down, but gets out of bounds. Man, come on, man. So the wide receivers, in my opinion, like it it goes with how well the quarterback played, yes, but they they played up to par. You know, we talk about drops. We talk about, oh, you know, the receivers need to get it together. Deami, I've talked about him all offseason coming into the season. They played. They showed up, and it goes back to similar to what you said about the defense. They did enough to win the game. And I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah, it was fun on Sunday. And I, I must, I got to be honest, I, I caught a little catnap during the game. <laughs> a, a commercial happened right as the, we punted the ball. And so I missed the touchdown pass live. I So it was only like, you know, I probably slept five, 10 minutes, nothing much. But, you know, I looked down and I was like, oh, it's 10-7. And then I see my phone and, and Sean Tate, had had blown me up. I checked Tatums. the I checked the the game thread that we had. You were going. I'm like, oh my gosh, Tiami did Nuts. something. Yeah. What happened? So I will round it so I could see it. And you know, and like you know, I do want to say I don't want him to fail. You yeah. know, like seeing him not succeed in this past 
this is his 22nd game in the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not what I want to see. So I'm thrilled that he showed up. And if if it just took some time, you know, for him to for this and them to figure out how they're going to use him, whatever. I don't care if he's going to be contributing uh, because we could use his speed. We could use his ability. So I was thrilled to see it. I knew you were going to go crazy. Sean was going crazy. Like, I mean, it was it was fun. So thank goodness. Thank you. He finally showed up. Right, we needed that. You know, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I, I absolutely lost my mind there at the field. Obviously, it was such a great moment, but uh, that was definitely something that I'm like, yes, okay, great, finally. Let's mm-hmm. hope we can continue it, but we will see. Will, what, what? Uh, do you have any more positives? No, no, those were kind of the ones I had. Was the the defense I had Diami as well. So, but but I I knew I had to let you have that spotlight. Let's go. Let's go. I loved it. It made me feel so good. So good. And it also, I'm not going to lie, I did say this to Kat. I was like, it's about damn time because I've been waiting on it. I've been waiting on it. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on real quick. Uh, I, I'm going to give you a little two-second uh, breather so I can get my water, and then uh, we'll be right back. Let's go. <laughs> the Washington Commanders. There it is. Yeah, buddy. Washington Football Weekly. I'm your host, Sean Spencer. That's your host, Will Kramer. We're here to give you the ins and outs of this game. Unfortunately, we did take that L, but we had a lot of positives, Will, and I and I like that. I like mm-hmm, that. I feel like mm-hmm. our positives are kind of increasing. There's a lot of know. encouragement that came from right? that game. Yeah, so I, I like that. I like that. But look, we wouldn't be Washington fans if we didn't discuss the negatives. So, Will, I'm going to come to you first. You know, there was positives, but there was also some things that you can just be like, damn it, we can't get out of our own way. Yeah. Talk to me about uh, what you thought about the negatives. Following that theme of we can't get out of our own way is it's just our offensive line. It's atrocious. The interior is is abysmal. Yep. Uh, I mean, and the worst part about it is we're having timely mistakes out yep. there. You know, Brian Robinson gets this first carry as a professional football player, runs eight yards, and it gets brought back because we're holding. Yep. You know, maybe that's why he got the eight yards, but, like, we just – the times that we make the mistakes just kill ourselves. Um, You know, we had false starts again. We had holds by – and it was kind of smitted all across the line. Andrew Norwell had his worst game as a commander. He looked – awful out there and we don't have anything to replace him right now you know so Deke charles is in for for trey turner west schweitzer is supposed to be the right starting right guard but he's hurt you know and he's on the the pup list for so he's out for another he won't be there tomorrow and so then two games after that you know so we don't have replacements and then we had three bad snaps to carson that just takes – I mean, they ended the play. He had to – you know, he fought, fell on one or two. He picked one up and got the best he could. But, like, you're not even giving your chance to play. So, it's it's just really tough that that how bad they are. And then when they are blocking, they're not doing a very good job at it. They did a much better job in pass protection, but their run blocking was atrocious today yeah. yep. or on Sunday. 12 carries for 28 yards is the best we can get. That's awful. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I mean, I hate this slogan, but it is what it is with them. 
there's not really much we can do. There's, you know, I think Tyler Larson, it probably starting tomorrow. That might help, but it's just, we're just bad. And, and what's going to happen is it's good. They're going to have to find a way to play around it. It's because we're not going to be able to play with them. We got to kind of hide those as much as we can. Yeah, no, absolutely. And they look sticking, sticking with the offense. You're not going to win games when you get your first third down conversion on the last drive of the game. Yes. We were 0 of 8 up until that last drive, and we ended the game 1 of 11. Yeah. What are you winning with that? And we, the fact that we were in that game with how bad things were. Now, mind you, what this doesn't factor in is chunk plays, and we had a couple of those. So yeah. the, the stat might be a little, a little off on that, but still – we were 0 of 8 coming into that last drive. And it was, I mean, look, we, yes, we got a, a fourth down conversion because we needed it. The game was on the line, but it was, it was stressful. We could not get the job done. I believe the first, first down we went to um, on that third down, he had the Omni crossing it over the middle. The ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage back to our own line. So now we have to go forward on fourth and four and their defense shut it down. They, they had great yeah. coverage on it. So, we it, 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 along the lines of us not being able to get out of our own way, we're talking about winning football, complimentary football. If we if eight straight times we have third down and we're getting we have to come off the field and send our defense back on here, I don't care how well your defense is playing, they're going to suffer. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and especially when they have to face a battering ram like Derek uh, Henry, and we saw what happened with him. As the game started to progress, he started to get hungrier and hungrier and stronger and stronger. And just, you know, those those tackles that were maybe hitting him and bringing him down in the first quarter and the second quarter was not happening in third. And as you saw in that second half and, and late in the game, he was just able to continue to meticulate, you know, to meticulously run the ball down the field on us. And, and it it killed us. It killed it, and we and we're giving our offenses allowing them to come on the field because we are not sustaining drives. And look, twenty-one point or seventeen points, as you see, that's not going to get the job done. And a lot of that has to do with one and eleven on third downs. You got to fix that. So, yes, we had good plays. Yes, he had over three hundred yards. Yes, we had a chance to win it at the end, but we're not helping ourselves with this type of stuff right here. So, uh, we got to fix that. We definitely have to improve that. Will. Yeah, well, kind of going with that whole theme of, of third downs, you know, I, I'm going to bring up Carson Wentz on some of the negatives. He had an overall much, much more improved game, but was, he wasn't perfect, you know, and, and it just seems like at times when he makes the mistake, it's just like the offensive line. Like when he makes his mistakes, there are moments when we need him to rise up. Yep. You know, it's like we need him to see Terry McLaurin going deep and not choosing to throw that difficult route to Cam Sims, yeah. that difficult catch to him. Um, you and I texted, you know, we both saw it. You saw it from the stadium. I saw it on TV. Uh, Cole Turner split out wide in, a, in a, a single coverage situation, and we didn't even look his way. You know, it, it's like, ah, like this is this is what we're looking for, you know. Yeah. Um, a couple times he, he sailed a couple of his passes on third down that just yeah. – that just – you know, didn't, you know, they weren't even catchable, you know, but kind of going with that too. We also need to help him out that very first drive. Do you remember that rainbow throw that he made on third down? Mm-hmm. He had a rainbow ball, but he dropped it 
right into Curtis Samuel's hands and he dropped it. Yeah. You know, and we had to punt it. So it's like all of the little offensive issues can be fixed yeah. by everyone. Like everyone yeah. needs to just fix it a little bit more and, and then we'd, we'd be doing well. Um, I want to throw it back to you before I start talking about my uh, number one player on defense that I can't stand. So I'm going <laughs> to let you, I'm going to let you go first. Look, I, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay right on the line of us killing ourselves. We talked about it a week ago. We had 11 penalties for over 100 yards. This week we had nine for uh, just over 70 yards. <sighs> killing ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I mean, again, this is stuff that was it's like we're beating a dead horse, saying it over and over and over. But discipline has been something that we've talked about. You know, yeah. we've talked to, you know, Nate, Alice, Anton, a lot of those guys, we talk about coaching, coaching, coaching. Yes, the coaching is the ones who's responsible for that discipline. Now, what I will say is being a player, there's nothing like being on that field because nobody's with you. It is you by yourself. So sometimes you do get in your head. But at the same time, you, you we're, it's just as soon as we're getting good yards, like you talked about the Brian Robinson run, we're then coming right back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Some of those drives, we're dealing with third and 20s. These are, you don't have play calls that can that can get you these chunk plays. This is not doing it. And, and so uh, with this losing this yards, you're not able to get the running game going, okay? Uh, we know what's wrong with our own line. So now it's going to get to a point where if we don't dedicate that time to the run, the, the guys are just going to sit back and wait for us to go deep like they're doing late in the game. Keep everything in front of them like Dallas did late in the game. Keep everything in front of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? We need to establish that run, but – if every time we get, like you said, an eight-yard run, a nine-yard run, a ten-yard run, it comes back, <laughs> then we're behind the chains. And then it's yeah. just like, well, of course, now we know we're not why we're not able to run the ball, man. So, but uh, let's let's get off on offense. I know you got some things to say on defense. I, I do want to say one thing real quick. Yeah. It is a crime that for the second week in a row, Terry McLaurin gets his first catch in the second quarter. All this damn money we're paying him, I don't care if you have to hand him the ball, get him the damn ball early. Like it just needs to happen. Like, come on now, but go ahead. Will. what you got? Yep. Yep. So two things I'm going to talk about on defense that is, that's frustrating the negatives. First off, you know, we talked about how well they were bend, but don't break. We had a lot of, a lot of pressure. We are not generating any turnovers on defense. We have one interception this season and it was on Trevor Lawrence trying to make a play at the end of the game that he's losing. It wasn't a, our coverage confused him and he threw a pick. So to me, like we don't have any interceptions on the season. We don't have meaningful turnovers right now. And so as well as our defensive line was playing, the backside is not doing anything. They're not scaring anybody. And going with that, you know, we all throughout the course of the season find players, coaches, situations, whatever that just become our thing. All right. And it's like, every fan gets this way and like, you can't come off it. This is just going to drive you nuts. No matter what I, my guy that, that I pick on a lot is Bobby McCain. Yeah. All right. Mm. I don't think he's a starting safety for us, for anybody. I think he's good to come in as a rotational piece, you know, play in, in certain passing situations. But the fact that he's our starting safety, it very much frustrates me because he's not a ball hawking safety. And that's what we need back there. And what I can remember is they had one really, really big chunk play to a wide receiver who I don't know who he is, mm. Nick Westbrook. All right. And it did seem like there could have been some some breakdown in communication with the corner because the corner stopped and let him keep running. But McCain was there. 
even the receiver kind of looked a little lost. He was there in coverage and he didn't make the play at, at all. He, he wasn't even near like when, when the ball finally came down, he wasn't even nearby to knock it down to make a play on it at all. It's just, we just need better play from our safeties and he ain't bringing it. I know he's a better communicator and he's kind of steadied things up, but anytime he gives up a big play, I have, I kind of overreact because it just, yeah. he gets me fired up <laughs> and that happened again on Sunday. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That's what our defense looks like. So he really frustrated me on Sunday with that huge chunk play that he gave up. Yeah. And it goes along with what you were saying about just the wrong time the wrong timing for these things to happen. That was right after our touchdown. We had taken the lead, and then that comes around, and that turns around, mm-hmm. that's what happens. That It it, it was rough. It yeah. was absolutely rough thinking, you know, going into that. And if you actually go back and look at that play, if we had a split second more, Sweat was right on him. Yes. Sweat was right Ted behind Hill's him. His arm was back there. Yes. Ugh. It was so, so very, very close. We could have gotten that. That definitely, definitely stressed me out. Um, I mean, I've already said negatives earlier. I've already talked about running game. We did not run the ball enough, and that that affects me. That messes with me because I'm an old running back, obviously, but that changes the offense and how things are played out. Um, we we have we have issues. We have things that we need to correct all around the board. And and I don't know. I don't really want to harp on the negatives this week, Will. I mean. We, there's a right. couple of things that we've right. definitely brought out, but I just there's I, I'm more optimistic Very than anything so. else because I feel like there's a lot of things to to build on. And look, you you talk about the McCain play that changes. We, we could be talking about a totally different outcome, mm-hmm. and we talk about what we'll talk about a little bit later. The end of the game, hey, that changes if we get to score. We're not even having this whole negative discussion because right. there was so many positives that we can lean on, but. As we see, as the joke we made earlier in the game, one in four, <laughs> being the best one in four team, uh, is it? <laughs> not great. Not great, no. man. <laughs> I think we're also oh. optimistic because we got the Bears tomorrow. Yeah, I see you, Nick. I Let's, see go. You. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. He ain't ready. He ain't ready. Yo, we do have some guests coming on. Do you have any more negatives? Because we got to go to our game balls. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for game balls. I got things that are going to throw you off. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, let's get into our game balls. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to start this week. Oh man, I've been waiting. All last year I waited. All up till this game this year I waited. And oh, it finally happened. Oh, it finally happened. Deami Brown, two catches, over 100 yards, two, count them, two touchdowns. Oh, I was so excited to see that. More excited for him. I know he's been struggling. When you have guys that were on in your corner, like myself, you know how much I've been tore heels since last year, since he came. And to see that happen, where he finally gets it at home, in front of our crowds, the place went wild. Everybody was on their feet, yelling, Diami felt confident. You see Carson run down the field, pat him, all the guys got to him. And seeing everything that we had dealt with up to that point and then seeing him make that happen, oh, man. That that made me feel so good for him. Um, I'm not going to overblow it. It was only two kept, two receptions, you know, and but he made he took advantage of the opportunity, and it was when we needed it, and it was huge. Definitely so very huge. So 
I love that. I love that. So what do you have for your first uh, game ball? Yeah, my offensive game ball is going to go to Brian Robinson. Oh, yeah. He did not have the impact in the game that we anticipated. But the fact that he was even on the field after what he had to go through is remarkable. Um, every, and you can just see the whole team kind of, you know, they, they really care about him. Um, and they're really excited, you know, to have him on the team. And I think he's only going to start to get featured more. Um, so I, I, he gets a, the, the game ball because you have to. But the other one that I was thinking of is Cornelius Lucas. Hmm. Because we talked about the fact that he hadn't been penalized much in the times he's come in and spot started. And I don't know if he got a, if he was penalized on Sunday. I don't feel like I heard his name called. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, could we have some stability on that right side? You know, to to, to help us out. You know, to help Carson because he obviously he needs he needs a little bit of time. So that that was what I got. But uh, I'll, I'll swing it back to you so you can go over your uh, defensive game balls. Oh, you know what it is. And on defense, let's stay at the same university. My North Carolina Tar Heels. Cole Holcomb with 16, count them, 16 total tackles. 11 of them were solo tackles. We talk about him, you know, yeah, he's good. He's a, he's a hustle guy. He's a heart, a moral support guy. Well, he showed up. He showed out, including on their last drive, I believe, they had a, a, pl a play. They ended up running uh, uh, Tannehill out to the right. The whole line kind of shifted over, and he was going to try to run for the first down. But my guy, my guy, Mr. Cole Holcomb, was able to make the stop and kind of even stood over him. I saw one time where he was kind of, you know, jawing back and forth with Derrick Henry. Okay, yeah. okay, I like that. I like that. Look, we know he can do this type of thing. We know he's always all around the ball. But when you see these type of numbers, man, you know, 11 tackles, 11 solo tackles, 16 more, like all where he's around it. Like, that. yes, we need that stuff. We talk about that, Ben, but don't break defense. We talk about all the issues and the struggles on our defense. I love we, consistency. We mm -hmm. know he's going to be here. We know he's going to get it. We also know he might consistently get burned by a running back or a, a slot receiver or something like that. But – he is going to give you the best he's got week in, week out. And uh, he went to a school that's not too shabby. <laughs> Tar Heel Nation, baby. Let's get it. <laughs> ain't too Let's go. good either. Yo, if Sam Howell came in, that would have been great. It would be a three Tar Heel. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So my game ball is, is a really easy one. Um, and it, it's Montez Sweat. Yeah. But it's because oh, yeah. he, he had the impact that we need him to have. That, that he should be having. He's a huge talent. We've been wondering where is this coming from all season. We, we wondered where was it last year. You know, not only did he have two sacks in the game, he had a bunch of pressures. Like you said, he was so close to getting that strip sack on on um, on Tannehill on that long pass play. So there were a bunch of times where it, even though he wasn't able to get there to make the sack, he pressured the play. He forced an early pass, and that was that was huge for us. I also have a, a an honorable mention, and there's a reason behind this. So Rashad Wild Goose oh, came in and played slot corner. All right. What's important about that is he they tested him not very much. He had two throws that went his way and neither one were caught. The difference, though, is by him coming in and playing slot corner, Benjamin St. Juice went to the outside yeah. and William Jackson III was benched. Yep. All right. And if if Wild Goose can hold his own out there, 
that's going to be huge for us moving forward. Jackson came out here and said something about, you know, you know, oh, I have a back injury. Yeah, Braun kind of dispelled that. He just said, Mm-mm, no, we, we made a decision. So if if we can have that moving forward, we may be getting rid of that player who consistently is drawing penalties on himself or having communication issues. And that may help us out moving forward. It can only help us out moving forward if we get William Jackson off the field. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you were able to find some uh, joy and Wild Goose, I, I believe he was one of our uh, starting negatives last week. Oh, uh, against the Eagles. And, <laughs> oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I believe that there's, a, there's some sarcasm on the, the comment thread here from Mr. Faubert, but I'm going to assume that it's positive. Oh, 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 oh about the underrated? <laughs> <laughs> or what about this one? I'm locking the over 38 points for this game. Oof. Uh. Oof. I mean, I know our defenses are good, but our offenses don't stand right. in each other's their way either. So, yeah, those are our game balls for this week. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I see Nate is back in there. So we're going to take a quick breather, ladies and gentlemen, and then we're going to bring on our guy, Mr. Nathan Snell, host of Big Nate Sports Talk podcast but yo we will be right back with you dun, 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 dun. <laughs> let's go <laughs> the washington commanders there it is really one nathan snell is in the building and and just in time because we are going to Go over that that goal line sequence at the end of the game. Nathan, how you doing today? Uh, how you feeling? What's going on, man? What's going on, y'all? How y'all feeling? Hey, man. Thanks for joining us. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank oh, you yeah. for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. So, uh, so Will, I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm doing fine. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better now. I almost broke my phone watching the game, so yeah. uh, I'm good now. Video. Sean's just fixing one of his mics. Oh, yeah, no man, it, it, it's important to, to have some of these shows a little bit later because the, the overreaction that happens on a Sunday and Monday is, uh, is, is kind of tough. And and so, I you know, I too, like you, if we've been talking Sunday night or Monday night, I may be having a whole different tune than I do, than I do right, right. now. Absolutely, yeah. definitely. Definitely. There's more emotion immediately after the game than after a couple of days. Yeah, one of the effect at the film and looked and you know, I felt I I, I felt I feel better. So. All right, all right. Well, I don't want to take Sean's trying to get his mic fixed, so I don't want to jump too far ahead. But just talk to me overall a little bit about the goal line sequence there. Um, don't get into too many specifics. I know we're going to try and break it down as soon as uh, Sean gets back on. But like, what did you see? What were you, you know? What what were your thoughts here? Like, how excited were you out there? Were you thinking, "Hey, this is it"? You know, did you like the fact that they they threw the ball three times? Tell me a little bit about that. Well, first, I like the fact that we 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 got to the to to the, to the goal line that drive. We we made it. We had made it clear that we weren't going to give Tennessee the ball back. So I like that. Um, I, I I I wish we would have saved the timeout. On those last, on those three, on those three, one of those three passing plays, uh, to give, I mean, to give context, we challenged the the Cam Sims catch, and obviously that that stayed, that didn't change, so that took a right. time time out away. 
Um, I I thought all three passing plays were not smart plays. Uh, I, I think you could have got better looks than what Carson was doing. I mean, they, Tennessee, it looked like a man coverage zone, a, a zone defense. There was even the, the second the second pass play where he threw it in the middle of the field and you had a defensive lineman literally back up and, and, and to almost being a middle linebacker. Like, that, they just weren't smart plays. I think I really wish he, they would have audible or uh, changed up the play calling. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that though, that timeout. I, I definitely thought that, you know, Ronda's not very good at his timeouts, and that was such an iffy play, especially the fact that they called it incomplete on the field. Mm-hmm. I wish someone would have said, hey, man, that, that's that's a really close play, and, and just roll with the next play. It was, what, fourth and one is what it became? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. like, you know, as a result of it, so like, did we really, you know, lose much? But, Sean, looks like your mic's back, so go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so I, what I will say on that is uh, we we cannot blame Ron for that call. I'm going to tell you. No, can't. Ron had, uh, well, I don't know the exact total in the stadium, but half of it, because half of them were Titans fans, uh, half of the stadium was screaming at him, throw the damn flag, throw <laughs> the flag. And I, I will admit I was one of those people. But even from the angle that I had, it looked like a completion. That, that Our players were hyped about it. He hopped up. He had the ball. So I am personally from where I was at, I was saying throw it, throw it, throw it. But I now look at hindsight's twenty twenty because I was hyping that because of the fact that we had a situation a week ago where he didn't throw it mm-hmm. until too late. They were able to move the play on and it, it affected us. So to so I was sitting here like, do it, do it, do it, do it. But even still, if you look at that play, we had other options open. Yes. Will, you talked. We had Curtis Samuel right at the first down marker with a guy two or three yards away from him. We at least could have caught it. If we look at that, like there was a combo route. While um, uh, Sims was going kind of on a, a, a little skinny, skinny post to the left, you had McLaurin coming on a deep post to the right, and he was open. Now, he had a lot of pressure on him, so he yeah. wasn't able to make that throw. And the throw that he made, you know, it was a 50-50. Could have gone either yeah. way. But at the same time, it, it, it I don't know. It, it, this is our job to play Monday morning quarterback on that call. Right. Um, but I, I will tell you, I was one of the people yelling at him, Ron, throw the damn, <laughs> throw the flag, throw it, throw it. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's yeah. what that was. So so while you, while you were getting all your mic fixed, I don't know if you could hear it, but Nate was basically just kind of saying like he just didn't like the play calls in in that 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 goal line sequence. Didn't have a problem with the with the three play the three the throws. He just felt they needed to be more creative. So. I th- were you going to show a video, or, or how how do you want to break that 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 down? So I, I so I'm going to play. I I had from my seat, which is the. Oh, wait, can Nate see this? Nate, can you see us, or are you are you are you audio only right, right now? Right now, I'm uh, only audio audio only. Okay. So that ain't going to work. Yeah, yeah. So you <laughs> you're not going to be able to see that play. Um, I mean, I I said I said Nate a a, a screen capture by screen capture each second of the play because we were going uh, back and forth on this. I will show it. Yes, we were, uh, yeah. I will show it because I did I did sure, prep them on, on what it what it was. Okay. And we can we can definitely talk about it. this is the very last play of the game. Like All I right. said, I'm from the op- opposing end zone in the corner doing it, but I did zoom in and you can see kind of from a catter cornered angle of what Carson saw. So it's a quick play. I'll let y'all see it and then uh we'll break it down real quick. 
at it i'm gonna run it one more time it's good 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 yeah. filming sean hey i was zoomed in i was like i'm gonna get this one but that's that's what happens when you try to film and try to be like yeah i'm gonna show all of them i was ready to show janae and everything it, it didn't work egg in my face but <laughs> i'm gonna show it again really quickly um because if you look at it you see we see what and i know one of the things Dayton and i was talking about he stares to the left he doesn't read the field they only had a three-man rush so he stares over to the left um Terry McLaurin kind of gets jammed at the line, and then Long, the guy who intercepts it, comes off of that play and makes a great play on the ball. I'm going to show you guys again, and then uh, we're going to dive into that real quick. So, Will, tell me, tell me your initial thoughts. Uh, I know things are a little different from Sunday to today. Honestly, I kind of felt this even in the moment as it was happening. I give a lot of credit to the Tennessee defense on on those plays there. Um, I'm not going to like argue with anyone that said they wanted to see you know something a little bit more creative. I was surprised we didn't have any type of one on one situations put out there. Isolation. Remember a couple of years ago under Jay Gruden, when um, we'd be in this situation and Jordan Reed would be the only guy off to the side and the entire stadium knew what we were doing. And right. yet the slants would still sometimes work because he was just unguardable at times. Like I was surprised we didn't try anything like that. And, and everybody was kind of bunched up the entire time, yeah. um, which can also cause distraction, but, I thought Tennessee made some really good plays on defense. Um, we were able to look at, at, at a one reporter break down that, that first play, and he talked about how the offense had multiple looks, multiple things happening, and Tennessee just kind of held their own. They communicated and held, held their own, and on that, that throw, um, you know, Carson Wentz was just kind of trying to throw this lob pass to, to Cam Sims, and Cam Sims stopped his route. Yeah. Like he, he didn't keep running where, where Carson thought he was going to, which is why that ball barely, you know, landed out of bounds. Um, which is kind of scary. Uh, the second play, Nate, you said it. They they put a defensive tackle. They dropped back Simmons and that other big dude. You know, they they dropped him back in coverage when yeah, when Carson yeah. threw the ball. You know, to McKissick, he he appeared to be open. Yeah. And then you know they dropped back their their defensive lineman and they were able to block that. And you know, and like you said there on that that play, McLaurin was there to clear out the linebacker to open yeah. it up for McKissick and David long punched him as he came through, stood his ground and then made this diving play, you know? Um, I, so I saw a lot of really good plays on defense is, is what I saw. Maybe, maybe that's me being a Washington Homer and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I, I felt like Tennessee's defense need, needs to get some credit that all we're doing right now is blaming our own team. Well, right. I mean, and look, we can find, we can we we know us. We can find things wrong with the play. I mean, it, eventually they dropped. Uh, essentially, they dropped eight people back. So if you look at it, there was no real pressure. He had time. He could have easily moved up in the pocket and you know maybe scrambled out, maybe done something to kind of influence the defense a little bit. But he did not. And and to your to your point, Will, from that footage and from my angle that I saw, the play was there. 
that corner was was fear was fearing somebody going into the flat. So running that angle round on the inside was essentially open. But like you said, they jammed Terry and they didn't follow Terry. Mm-hmm. What what they were expecting is that Terry, that he kind of messed after they jammed. He kind of went with Terry, but he he sent him off because he knew he had that other guy in the middle. And then he went over there to make the play. And like you said, Will, I think in my opinion, it was a great play by the defense. We put ourselves in position to win at first glance. And Will got on me about this, but I, I still feel this because I told you about this, um, uh, Nathan. I do feel like when we first got there in that that first down, when we first got the penalty and we got there, I thought you go in there with two plays. I thought you yep. do. You, I think I, I think they robbed us, and I, I get it. I get we only we didn't have we had under you know forty yards rushing. You know what I mean? So I get that, but. If you run, I felt like you robbed not only the fans, but Brian Robinson that opportunity to, hey, let's steal, let's do it. This is why we're here, the guy to get in between the tackles, spread them out, and run up the gut. And then if that doesn't go down, we at that point, it would have been, what, 19 seconds at the beginning of that yeah. drive? So we would have had another play to either quickly spike it and then sit back and think or – Come back to the line. That's where you call two plays and then run the second play. Um, but again, this is armchair quarterback. Hindsight's twenty twenty. I, I could say all these things. This we have the benefit of looking back at it and examining it from so many different angles in slow motion. And we and let's be honest. You know, we weren't we're not stressed about that. I mean, we were we were into it. Like, oh my god, is it going to happen? But this is an NFL quarterback who has driven down the field who is making sure the other team doesn't get on the field. He hears the critics. He hears everything. And what can you say about it? The defense played ball. They did what they needed to do. You know, we had two yards to go, and we had 11, their 11, essentially, had eight people jamming up the end zone. There wasn't many routes that were going to work. You know what I mean? And But, yeah. Nate, what do you think, man? Well, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think one of those three plays that we had – one of them should have been a running formation. I'm very surprised that Ron or Scott did not see what Tennessee was doing defensively. They were practically daring us to throw the ball. And I would have made the adjustment, okay, we're going to call audible. You know, we're going to have – I would have had Antonio Gibson out there and just Brian Robinson. I would not have put McKissick out there. That's just my opinion. Um, I I think, John, if, if, if Carson – I, I – the, um, the last play, there's nine seconds. I know, Sean, you, you not had the back and forth on it, but nine seconds is just enough time to, to scan the field, to scan it, to see, okay, who's open. Because if you look, you had Terry and JD, you have four, four defenders. The play design was poor. Like, JD's route, he was at the three. Like, he didn't even touch the end zone. If he looks to his right, John Bates, Okay, like 50-50, it may have been a touchdown or not, but it would have been a bet. He would have had a better chance to throw to John Bates and J.D. McKesson. That's just me. Yeah, um, I think that you bring up some good points. I mean, I think no, you're right. I mean, I have heard there there is some folks that are saying that you know had McKissick even caught the ball, would he have even been in the end zone and time would have would have expired. I, I think what they might have been looking. You know, you know, McKissick versus Bates. It's you're looking at who's the better, who's got the better hands. You know, while he's out there. So I think it, it. I do understand when people are talking about, hey, you got 19 seconds, you have enough time to run the ball. So I guess essentially what you have to be asking yourself, what do you think you have a better chance with? 
you, Sean, you said it perfectly. If you run the ball, you'd have to do it on first down, knowing that if we run the ball, we're either going to get in or we're going to limit how many chances we have at the goal line. Because you're only going to get another play, one more play in. You might get a, a third play. Whereas, obviously, passing, you have the opportunity to potentially get four plays out there. You know, like what if what if Long hadn't caught that ball? You know, we would have had one more chance at it to, to try again. So I think I think that's kind of the philosophy why I was saying you don't run the ball here because you, you want as many shots on goal as possible. And then it just so happens that they made an incredible pick and <laughs> we're done. Painfully. Yeah, it was. That hurt. That hurt, man. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. But honestly, I don't. I don't think. And I've seen some people uh, in the uh, in the comments. I think it was. Uh, I think it's Anton. Do you think uh, the guys feel Scott did better job play calling up top or on the field? Um, and, and when it pertains to this play, I, I don't think that was. I, I personally don't think that was on him. When I look at that last play, I think the play was as as designed. It was supposed to be a pick play to make yeah. sure that, that that linebacker didn't get in. And the and then the angle route was going to come in right behind it, and that was open. I mean, like I said, we can pick this thing apart all the way to the end, but the biggest issues I think came after the game happened. And Nate, we're going to come to you on this because I know you got you got some uh, serious thoughts about this one. Ron Rivera was asked uh, a question, essentially saying, you know, you look at the Eagles, you look at the Giants, you look at the Cowboys, you know, they're all having pretty good se- pretty good uh seasons thus far what's the difference between them and y'all and uh Rivera just bluntly said quarterback and that was that moved on so everybody's had their chance to dissect what he said we kind of feel like you know he, he later he apologized to the team some of the players were kind of like you know we're still behind Carson we're not you know he's good with us whatever what have you but what were your thoughts hearing that um and where do we go forward from there well, I can't really say what I really want to say on on your show, so I'm a I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it civil. Keep it um, PG. <laughs> yeah, I'm keep it PG. Thank you. Um, I, I thought the comments were were out of bounds. I think he completely threw Carson on, under the bus. Like, 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 like let let let's be real. Like, this team has has had issues. Has hit, like Carson coming here with with the issues that are already were happening. Uh, I think he. I think it's unfair to completely throw him under the bus like that. Um, at the end of the day, it's a team game. Um, I mean, there have been a lot of disappointments. I mean, you've been dealing. You're dealing with an injury plagued offensive line. Uh, your your defense one week looks okay, the next minute it looks suspect. I mean, there's. I would have thought by year three now, I would have seen the team take a leap forward. I haven't seen that. Um, I think he should have elaborated more on that. Yes. I, I, I feel like the reporter who asked that question set him up for it. Because um, we all know it was going to get it. We all knew the response was going to get a reaction. I just think he should have been more careful with his words. I, and I don't think apologizing to your quarterback fixes anything. Because I think for me, I'm one of those. Once you, once you come as a coach and you come out and say those kind of things about your player, it's hard for me to trust you as a coach because now I have to kind of look at you a little different. Like, Oh, so you're not confident in me really going forward. Like, okay. So I, that's, that's my whole two cents on it. I, I, I sure. think Ron should have sure. been more smarter with his response, but. Sure. Yeah. What do you, what do you think, Sean? 
I mean, I, I look, it's not the first time we've had a coach say some, you know, outlandish stuff. Uh, and, and honestly, from what the players are saying, you know, it's like, listen, he said what he said. He came back and apologized. So, you know, we're good with that. We, we're we're OK with, you know, what you know, and we're moving forward. They're trying to move past. It. So we don't know what's going on in-house. And we'll see, obviously, tomorrow night. Um, but honestly, I do think it was taken out of context. If you really break it down and look at the other quarterbacks in the division, well, they're all having success right now. And we we're not 100% having, we're, we're getting it done for the, you know, in yardage wise, but we're still struggling. Um, so to me personally, yeah, you shouldn't have said quarterback. You shouldn't have just been blunt and said it like that. You should have elaborated and gone into that, but you know, Hey, obviously it's one in four. Ron's probably getting frustrated because he's getting a lot of the same questions, you know, week in and week out, you know, we should have won that game. So, I know how I was feeling right after that game. I was salty. So I can only imagine how he was feeling. But, you know, it, it's not right. You're right. You know, that's not what you want to hear, and especially with our quarterback who has had confidence issues. You don't want to hear yes. your coach go to the media and say, it's the quarterback, oh, it's that issue. guy. Thank you. You know? Thank you. So that 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 is, that, you know, maybe it wasn't right and the timing wasn't right. But, you know, I'd like to believe that he kind of rectified that whole situation. See, now I think what I think is is everyone's making a bigger deal out of this than we need to be. Oh, yeah. Um I, I think Nate, you said it perfectly when you said like the the reporter when he asked that and heard that, he they kind of went uh what? And then they tried to follow up and then later on they went back to it so Ron could elaborate a little bit more about um you know what he was saying, you know, saying we finally got our guy. Now we can build around him. They those these other teams have had their guy in place. I think it was a stupid comment by Ron. I think he's frustrated with the situation. And I also think he's frustrated with the Washington media. This ain't Charlotte. Like they actually press him. And, and you're starting to see that he's kind of getting irritated in these in these press conferences. And I think he like he just really wasn't thinking how his short response to that, where it was gonna play out and how much it was gonna go. I, so I, I mean, I'm with everyone. Whereas it was, it was a dumb comment. I think the team's going to be able to put to sweep this under the rug and move on. And I think it's kind of interesting. There's so much being brought up about Carson's, um, um, his like fragile ego, you know. Yeah. And this whole team is 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 doing that. Um, and you know, Jason Wright came out early on and like blasted a, a reporter for asking Carson, you know, questions about his past and all that stuff. And it's like, this is. Carson can handle himself. He's not having a problem with this right now. He's answering questions on, on the podium. He's taking responsibility that he needs to play better. You know, it's like we need to, like, stop coddling this guy. Not that we need to be, be blaming him or calling him out, but, like, people are just so – our organization just seems so concerned about protecting his ego. And dude's mm -hmm. a professional quarterback. He's a professional football player. Carson even said it. He goes, man, I've been through Philly. Like, come on. <laughs> Right. Like, Ron's experiencing that this is not Charlotte, but Carson's been to Philly before. Like, let's 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 give him, you know, let's cut him a break. He, he can handle some of this. So I, I think we'll be fine moving forward is what I'm trying to summarize. Yeah. And what I'm trying to say is all this Heineke talk needs to go somewhere else. I see you, Jared. Nobody listened to that. Heineke. We saw what Heineke provided for us last year. OK, he's not he's not the answer. Or at least he's not better than what we have right now. Look, we, we there's a lot of positives 
and our guy Carson. And and Ron, hey, he's under the he's, he, a lot of people. Let's not forget, a lot of people are, are speaking quite loud about year three accountability. And uh, Nathan, mm-hmm. you know, does he need to go? Things aren't changing, so he's got pressure on him. He's got people coming after him, talking about, or you're the problem, you're the issue. So, you know, it, sometimes he's just like, man, get it off of me. Like my pops always says, just, just get it off of me. And he, the first, A, the easiest target sometimes mm-hmm. is your quarterback. Don't condone the comments, but again, let's let's hope this is this is something that's just a little poof, little puff thing, and we're going to move on. Nathan, I'm going to go ahead and let you go. We got some some other guests in here and they are pretty excited. Nathan, we appreciate you being on. Yeah, man. And, Thanks uh, for coming on, sharing your yeah. thoughts. Oh, absolutely. Really quick. The Washington Commanders are beating the Chicago Bears tomorrow. Guaranteed. Yes, sir. And they're blowing them out 41 nothing. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just jinxed right. us. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, buddy. Oh man, oh man. All man, right. I, I'm loving some of these questions coming in from Jared on, on uh YouTube. We we Sean and I gotta gotta get a segment to go with some of that stuff. We've been talking about your questions and, and we do like behind the behind the scenes, we've been saying we gotta talk about the future and we'll, we will get to it. I just don't think we're gonna get to them tonight yes. with the agenda that we have. But they're great <laughs> questions, and we're hey, all in on that too. Jared will definitely definitely get you on here because we definitely want to ask that because we yeah. That's a lot of what we are talking about. Look, we are going to go ahead and move on. On the other side of this quick, quick break, we are going to bring in the Chicago Bears fans to talk about tomorrow's night's game. And and there's only one way to bring in these guys, and and that's to show that these guys are just these guys are just hilarious. Yeah. Yo, roundtable Tuesday nights. Check this out. So I'm going to take the Lions plus three in this one over the Patriots. If anybody can tame a bird, it's definitely an angry. Now, you see, this is what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This gentleman is on the show, and yet during my segment, what is he doing? Playing around on his computer, making notes, telling jokes, trying to be a funny guy. Do I do that during your segment, sir? Do I sit there and make comments? Do I laugh at you? No, I do not, sir. What is, is this? I thought we had a better relationship than this. You know what? Don't make me go Shannon Sharp on you. Because I'm telling you, let me tell you something there, Skip. I don't think this is right. Because you be making comments during my segment, I don't think this is funny. I don't think it's funny at all. And let me tell you something else. When I was playing for the Broncos, I caught every pass that threw to me. Let me tell you something, Skip Bayless. That's what I'm saying to you. So anyway, there you go. Yo, yo, jokes aside. Jokes aside, that is a dope Shannon Sharp impersonation. Yeah, buddy. Welcome in Chicago's own <laughs> Nicholas Rosario and Delilah Crespo. What's up, guys? What's oh, up? <laughs> you know, it's really hard to bite my tongue since you guys, you know, right. Thank you, Jared, because I'm going to get them all. Y'all want to talk crap, but I'm backstage and can't answer, right? Say it to my face, Nate, but you're 41 to nothing. Go, go take care of your Ravens before you come after me and my Bears, bro. You probably lose this week anyways. Lamar will probably run for more than he throws. Who cares? Anyways, hey, let's go. Yo, what, ladies and you... gentlemen, Nicholas and Delilah join the Wait, show. Right. You got to introduce my lovely co-host over there. Don't be. 
Are trying you going to get past this, John just Spencer? Trying to That's right here. We're going to bust out the mute button. I'm muted. I'm muted him. You can go ahead and... Yo, Delilah, the host of diversity with Delilah in this day in NFL history. What's going on? Hey, what's up, everybody? Well, wonderful. Thank you all for coming on here. Nate, you are un or uh, you are or Nick, sorry, you are unmuted. So, yeah. so that you know, you'll be able to I, I noticed it's okay. I'm gonna reserve, I'm gonna wait for you guys to ask me whatever you want to ask me, and then I will speak. Well, no look. problem. This is your show, not mine. Okay, right? Look, I'm I'll look. be a good guest. I'll be I'm a good guest right now. I'm gonna come to you right now. Go ahead. Okay. We've Go ahead. seen, hey, we've been in the group chats. We've seen what all the analysts have said. They yep. expected y'all to be at the complete basement, but you guys have been playing very well, in my opinion, a lot better than expected. Coming into this game, A, is this a must win? But also, I mean, what are you what are your thoughts? Well, let's be honest about one thing. As you said, uh, to get serious for a moment, by this point in the season, most people had us at one and four at best. So the fact that we're actually two and three is not horrible at all. And for those of you who watched last week's game, you saw that we were in it. Unfortunately, the defense started slow and gave up those 20 points in the first half. And, you know, by the second half, we gave up one drive. Unfortunately, that cost us the game, essentially. Mm -hmm. But here's what I'm encouraged by really quickly. I like what I like the way Justin Fields played last week. And I like that he had some time to make a few decisions. And he made some right ones. Again, he is still learning, and he's going to make his mistakes. And I'm okay with that as long as he doesn't make the same mistake. Mm. You have to be able to improve every week. Yep. And last week, I like what I saw. He was leading a comeback drive. You know, for those of you who don't know what happened, the guy didn't get out of bounds. Uh, you know, it's the same guy who got the illegal block in the back when Justin ran that 54-yard touchdown run. That mm. was called back. So Smith Barset had a very bad week last week, so I don't know what's going to happen with him this week. But he was definitely one of the one of the uh, scapegoats for last week's game. But again, I'm encouraged by what I saw last week. The defense is giving up 21.2 points a game, which is not great, but it's not horrible either. The defenses look better, and I'm telling you, Jaquan Brisker and Kyler Gordon. Just remember those names, my friend. Because those guys are playing their butts off in that secondary at corner and at safety. So this is why I'm looking forward to this matchup with Scary Terry and your other receivers. Because this is where I think this game gets decided is in that secondary. I think if we can keep tabs on McLaurin and keep tabs on was it Samuel, who else is playing for you guys this week? Tell them. So, um, you know, you're, who's, who's playing this week? Step there. Right. I'm just saying, I, I will look baby. for those match. Right, I will look yeah. for those matchups though, because that's really what I'm looking for here. Because I know at times we can stop the run, and we have been effective doing that. And at other times we've been a hole. So I'm really thinking the secondary is, is what's going to come down to this game, in terms of that. Can we now hold your receiver? Don't spill all your keys to victory information on, on no, your well, very first time talking here. Well, I'm just saying I wanted to give you that. Now yeah. I will shut up. And I'll let Delilah talk. Awesome. I'm a gentleman. Yeah, I would just appreciate it. So, so Delilah, expand a little bit. We want to know about Justin Fields. You know, from Sean and I's perspective, we're not exactly sure how he's he's panning out as as a as a starting quarterback. And we remember draft night, the excitement that you guys had when all of a sudden Chicago is on the clock and you're like, it's a quarterback. We're getting somebody, you know. And you know, he had a rough go last year. He's got a new coach. So 
What are you all seeing from them? Is there is there encouragement in Chicago, or is there a lot of skepticism because, oh, my gosh, here's another Ohio State quarterback failing? Yeah. No, I think um, one of the – for me, one of my, my problems for the last few weeks was how safe they, they created place for him because – for me, and I know that it's you know it's offensive coordinator calling these plays, and so it kept showing us the fans that they don't trust him. And in my opinion, I'm like, you're gonna he has to pass more because either he's gonna make it or he's not, right? In my opinion, you gotta get that kid to pass, give him the time, and if he's not gonna be accurate, then that's something we need to know now and not later, right? So I'm done with like the baby. That's honestly what's driving me crazy. Is like, why are we doing these dumb plays? Like we were, it was ridiculous. Like it was like, what, like two weeks ago, it was like nine pass attempts. Like that's sad. And then before right. that was like 11, yeah. it was like, come on. Like we're not gonna win games like that. Sorry, I have animals. Um, <laughs> And so like, yeah, we're not gonna win games like that. And so last week though, he did have time to shine. And so, and we saw that if you give him the time to actually pass the ball, right, if his O-line doesn't collapse and actually start coaching him and actually, you know, because the thing is that Luke Getsky came from Green Bay. He was a quarterback coach, offensive mind, like was praised all last year as being like this offensive-minded guy. What a steal he was for the Bears, right? And then I was like, what are you doing with Justin? Because I'm not seeing anything good. Mm-hmm. you know and right. so and that's what i said as a as a fan is like just get him the ball and have him pass we know he could run right we know that he does it all the time we know the kid has speed we know he's athletic but can he pass because we're not going to win games like that right by just you know doing these baby plays and stuff so i was excited to see him improve i agree with nick in that regard like if he's making the same mistakes then that's a problem yeah. but if he's adjusting and doing better then we need to see more of that. So I'm hoping that he does pass more in this game. I hope that he passes more than 11 times. <laughs> so it's like, you know, For sure. hoping that he actually has a chance to build on what he did last week and that they don't put him back in a little bubble. You know, it's like, yeah. let the kid play. Well, that, that's kind of a little bit of what I've seen too when looking at, at you know, the stats after games. I've, I've noticed, I'm like, man, he really does not have a lot of pass attempts. They really don't. And that's why I've just wondered, like, is what is the trust factor in there? Um, you know, is are they, you know, are they willing to give him a chance out there? Or are they essentially are they trying to say, we know what you can do well right. and we're, we're keeping you to that? So I yeah I, I'm eager to see and l- l- look we Nick you started talking about let's go into it ladies and gentlemen if you don't know this is a segment I like to call keys to victory <laughs> yeah buddy and, and hey look on this we're gonna give a key for our team and a key for the other team Nick I'm gonna come to you first uh, what are your keys for Chicago to get a W tomorrow and then what are some of the things you think that Washington could exploit it off you guys so we can, so we can get a W. I have two names for you outside of Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker, David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert. We have to establish the run to open up the pass. Yep, we absolutely have to do that. Like that's that's key because you've seen when Montgomery and Herbert have been running successfully, we have scored a few points. Yep, because it does yes. open up a little bit of the passing game. Now here's the thing though, real quick, Justin Fields has to manage the game. I think the defense is good enough where we can stop you. I mean, again, you guys have some offensive weapons. I'm not, you know, jokes aside, 
I know you guys can score some points, and that's fine. But my point is, is that for our defense, we have to show up and make sure that we pressure Carson Wentz because that's when he folds like a card table. And that's an important thing to remember also. So that's all I'm saying. As long as Roquan and these guys can get to him, you're going to see interceptions. You're going to see him collapse. You're going to see him run around like a chicken with his head cut off. And that's what I want to see. That's absolutely what I want because I think that's one of the things that will bring us uh, in your background there, the W, but not for you guys, for us. Good point. And <laughs> like in the immortal words of Forrest Gump, that's all I have to say about that. This guy. Well this done. Guy. Well done, Nick. <laughs> yo, yo, uh, look, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I think, I honestly, I'm going to go to some points that you said before. You talked about Brister. You talked about Fuller. Will, aren't these two guys that we talked about coming into the draft? Yeah, these are Brister. guys that we really were after. Brister out of Penn State. And if I'm yes. not mistaken, isn't Fuller out of Washington? Gordon. Is that that? Go- oh, well, Gordon. Is that Kyler Gordon. Kyler, Kyler, Kyler Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Kyler so, Gordon. So these guys. Number six, brother. Number six and number nine. Remember those numbers and remember those names. Oh, oh absolutely. Put some, but, res- put some respect on that, <laughs> sir. But look, these are guys that we were we were looking at. These were guys before yeah, the season that we sure. wanted. And and honestly, as our, our secondary has big issues, these are guys that we definitely think could help us improve. Honestly, I think it's kind of similar. We need to establish the run ourselves. We need to continue to run the ball so we can give the uh, give Carson Wentz some time with the play action and get the ball to some of those receivers. And as far as you – and we got to stop. We got to stop. We have to make your quarterback, who you guys have talked about, mm-hmm. make him beat us. Mm-hmm. I'm all I'm 100% Herbert and and uh and and Montgomery. We saw what they did when they played the Packers. When Montgomery's in the mm-hmm. game, he balls out. We've got to stop mm-hmm. that running game and allow your one receiver, Darnell Mooney, to ha- to have a day. That's hey, it. <laughs> we get we get Nikhil Harry back though, and I I'm not saying he's going to ball out, but having Nikhil Harry at least Jared on the opposite it. side of Mooney is going to help a little bit. That's all I'm going to say. As Jared said it right there, he thinks he's going to have a sneakily uh, balls out uh, uh, absolutely this reason. So, hey, we'll see. We'll see. But Delilah, what are your thoughts? Hey, um, I want to say thank you, Jared, for the comment. <laughs> um, but basic for me, I think the key to, to victory is Justin. <laughs> I think that, no, honestly, I think that he needs to – like step up his game and like really look at that field better and build on what he did last week. We know that he can connect with Mooney. I still don't know why we're not using Komet more because he can catch. So I, I feel like the fact that we're not using our tight end who every year improves because he goes to tight end university, like with the best tight ends in the, in the league. And I'm like, I don't know why we're not paying, you know, playing him more. So for me, I feel like our key to victory is to actually have a great passing game, not just running. We gotta he, the kids gotta pass and he's gotta hit those big, you know, those big yards. Mooney's gotta do one of those beautiful catches that he did last week, which was like ridiculous catch, right? Like he, we we saw it, right? He beat the defender, mm-hmm. it was gorgeous. But yeah, I think our key to victory is Justin and that we actually enhance our passing game and that we we use Mooney. We use our guy that's coming back, and we use Komet more. Like, I still don't know why we don't use him more as a tight end because he actually can get it done. He just needs to be included in these play schemes. So that's that, to me, is a key to victory, honestly, is to open up that passing game because the running game alone isn't going to get it done. You know. 
Will, what do you think? No, not against <laughs> your guys. <laughs> I, I, I think it's interesting. We're kind of all on the same page here. We're like, this game is going to be determined in the trenches. You know, both of us say it's like, whose running game is going to gonna do right. better? And that's kind of, so I don't want to have to repeat, you know, some of the stuff that y'all have said, but I'm with it. I think either team's running game is going to be key to open up what, what, the, what the passing team can, the offense for the other team can be. I, I'm not as concerned about Chicago's pass rush this year. I don't know what's going on with Robert Quinn, but he's not getting nearly the sacks. Maybe not having Cleo Mack and is is having the effect on him or not. And so I'm just looking to see Washington, you know, have an offensive explosion because I think you are going to have Carson Wentz get some time um, to, to throw the ball. Uh, maybe Tyler Larson coming back will help the center position a little bit. But I also think it's the – the Ron Rivera effect. He's going to be in Chicago where yeah. he had his, his career. <laughs> yep. His team is backed up against the wall. This is the time Ron gels his team together and, yeah. and he somehow brings them together and, and rises. And so, so that's where I just, I, I just kind of see, you know, Ron figuring out a way with this. Um, oh man, Delia, did I make you mad? She left. <laughs> this, this, hey, this yeah. is Rudy. Okay. Oh, You're not going to wow. cheer him when he gets off the field and run it. Give me a break, really. Wow. He can't uh, about this game. Uh, Rod's coming back to Chicago. That's where he played his career. You wait. You Give wait. me wow. a break. Wow. Well, look, wow. Do, you, do you guys cheer You're him? You're great. I'm sorry. Tech issue. We're good. Okay. We're good. Do you guys cheer him when he comes? I mean, it's been years since he's been there. You know what I mean? Do you cheer him when okay. he comes to this, on the sideline? I mean, you guys don't have any hatred for him. No, I don't hate Ron Rivera at all, but uh, – you know, he played for us great, but he doesn't play for us anymore. He's coaching the other team. I mean, you can, you know, yeah. my loyalty is with Chicago. I'm just saying, like, Ron was great, played middle, you know, linebacker. He was fine. But he's not with us anymore, and he's the coach on the other team. <laughs> yeah. And no, again, well, We do respect I just, him, yeah, Go ahead, Delilah. Tell him, no, Delilah. No, we do respect him. The same straight. thing. Like, when Lovey comes back, he gets a lot of love from us. You know, he did take us to a Super Bowl, so it's not like, you know, there's no hate on, on that. Um, so whenever right. former Bears come back, like especially guys who were good on our team and helped us, like people forget Ron, Ron Rivera started that defense that Vic Vangio took over and just blew up and stuff. But he he built the beginnings of that because he was our defensive yeah, coordinator before that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, so there's no there's no hate. Um, so hopefully, you know, I still want to win, though. I'm with Nick on that, but we right. wouldn't boo him. Oh, yeah. We're not like that. Oh, we're going to win. That's fine. <laughs> we're going to win. Wow. Like wow. I'm not see I'm not I'm not worried. I'm just being honest. I'm I'm feeling confident. I've I've been you know as you know I've been having a good week, and that good <laughs> week is going to continue tomorrow when our it's... beloved Bears stomp all over the hearts of you Washington Commanders fans. Hear this? And may, you'll be one in five. You'll be crying. They'll be we calling be. for Ron's we will job. Oh, yes, right. Yes, we lose Yeah, but yeah, but again. You guys know I have nothing but respect for the both of you, but of as course. of tomorrow, don't even talk to me. I don't want to hear from wait. you guys till oh, the game's over. So no, no, because then I will have my glory, and then we can talk all you want. So just know that I'm coming for you both, and it's uh, you know it's going to be a great day tomorrow in Chicago. So, and as a matter of fact, real quick, as I told you guys, I'm actually going to be working the game, so I'm going to be at That's the stadium. Cool. Yeah. So you might That's just awesome. get a couple of surprises from Big Nick in between and breaks or something. I'm gonna have Go. to do a couple of live shots oh, or something. So nice. Just beware. Yes. Just beware, my friend. That's <laughs> so all I'm saying. Excited. Just beware. Definitely. Just beware. Definitely. Yeah. Well, look for look, sure. We 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 talked about it. We you 
We saw what uh, Nathan said as he left the show, and I don't agree with it being that way. What? What? What is? I mean, what is? No. Okay. Even if he's trying to be funny, forty-one to nothing. Yeah. Come on, Nate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even that, even if you guys scored, you know, I'm just saying, like, four. But come on, forty-one yeah. to. If your defense was that good, you wouldn't be one in four. Let's just be honest about it. There you go. So, yeah. You, yeah. If you're shutting anybody out, it's probably the key with. Yeah, we've yeah, got I mean, 28 this year. We we obviously can't seem to get past that. But look, I mean, you might be able to shut out a college team or something. Maybe I don't know. Look here, here we go. Right, now. right here. Delilah, <laughs> coming to you first. Okay. Score predictions. Washington going to Chicago. What is going to happen? What's the score going to be? Who's winning? Uh, Chicago by a field goal. Mm. Nice. Okay. Going to be low okay. scoring. Going to be like 21. You know. 21 to like 24 or something like that. I just, okay. that's just been what just following the pattern of both our teams. We don't think to get into the thirties and forties. So <laughs> anyway, that's my take. I can see that. I can see that. Nick, what do you think? Okay. Again, I'm beginning to be serious for a moment. Um, I'm looking at not a, not a very high scoring game either in terms of like point total, but I could see both teams coming in the twenties. So I'm going to say Bears 27, uh, Commanders 20, 21. 27, 20, 21. I'll try that. Like Go that. with that. Like that. Will, what you think, man? Yeah. All right. I'm I telling you, I think the offense is going to explode. Yes, sir. Seven <laughs> to 13. Let's go. Oh, there it is. There it I is. I think they're going to put it I up. I like it, though. I, I liked it. I liked it. Go yeah. ahead. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Go ahead, Sean. Now, I, I am not Sean as, Spencer, not, I'm right. not as confident in this Bears uh, offense. <laughs> I think our defense showed us something this last game, and I agree our offense is going to show up. I'm saying still capped at 28. I say 28-17. Washington walks in there and Wentz shows up and shows out. Let's go. <laughs> you know, okay, I do have to say, does and this it? is, this is a, a shout-out for the Let's Talk football community. Is thank goodness mm-hmm. to Andrew Faubert for for letting us know how to stream this thing. I don't have Prime TV with yeah. our subscription oh, okay. that we got. So uh, so the fact that I'm able to what do you say oh, stream cool. East Thanks, Live is, is what he was what hit the, the oh, website, okay. which has been wonderful. Because otherwise, I would not be able to watch this game. Yeah, yeah. No, anybody in Chicago, Channel Fifty, our local station, is going to show the game if you don't have Prime. Oh, that's so. Awesome. If you're in Chicago, Channel Channel Fifty will be showing the game as well. Jared says. So hopefully everybody Bears. gets to watch. Yeah. Jared says oh, Bears like- twenty to sixteen. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. I mean, again, it. I don't think we're in for you know a shootout at 45-43. So no. I think that's all pretty good <laughs> estimates, right? The twenties, somewhere in the twenties, we're good, right? I think. Now watch. Think- we're both. We'll all be wrong. It'll be like fifty right. to forty-nine or something. You just see this great but explosion look- of offense on both sides, and everything. Right. I think I think the better question is who will have the most uh, penalties in this game, because we've been last two games we've had eleven and nine. Well, know you know what I hope I don't see. Not that I want to start something because I know we're probably towards the end of the show. As long as I don't see any bad roughing the quarterback oh. calls, I'll be okay. Oh. I, I agree. That's all I'm saying. I don't. Look, I don't want to see Brady's none of that calls. So. Oh, yeah, none of our quarterbacks <laughs> well, are well not liked right, by so the yeah. NFL. <laughs> right. No, I mean don't call. Justin Fuse, you can probably slam him on top. You can give him a pile driver, they won't call it. You know, it's right, like, yeah. come on, give the kid a break. <laughs> Legit, like, geez. Yeah, because I'm saying, I mean, he's taking a few hits where you go, why aren't you throwing a flag? Right. That poor kid just almost had his head taken off. What are you doing? 
Right. But yet they, Tom Brady gets tackled. Oh, that's a flag. Rough in the they, they haven't what? they haven't reached that level of clout yet. They don't they don't have the Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, flag. yeah. Uh, ob- obviously, sir. Obviously, right. <laughs> They're Yo. nowhere near that. No, I think it, what's kind of fun about the game tomorrow though is the fact like, you know, y'all are excited to play us. Yep. We're oh, too yeah, sitting there like sure. we got the Bears. Here we go. Here's <laughs> right, the right. Call, you know, like exactly. we're both excited thinking, like, oh, we can win this game. We got this one. The reason why I think the reason why this game is really important for us, though, in all seriousness, is if we win, we're three and three. And I don't think anybody would have seen that to start the season. Right. So if we can go three and three, you know, again, I'm not saying we're going to win out or anything, but three and three, I think, does a lot for the confidence of the team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so hopefully, again, for our own sake, you know, I hope we can pull out the W there because, again. Going three and three at this point would be really good for us as a team. And it would at least validate some of the stuff that I had hoped would happen and you know for the beginning of the season. So yeah. we'll see how she blows. You know? and, and on the flip side of that, if if Washington fell to one and five, my gosh, that yeah, because you know, then we got a long break before we play Green Bay. It's like mm-hmm. that is gonna be, I mean, whoo. That mm. that DC air is going to be lit on fire if that happens. Yeah, look, true, if, yeah. if that that's happens, true. if that happens, okay, myself <laughs> and Mister Will Kramer need an award for coming out here week after week and trying to find, <laughs> find reasons. Find the positives, right? the reason to be optimistic. Hey, you'll have a good, you'll have a good pick. That's yeah. positive. Yeah, well, there it is. Let's not go down that road yet. Delilah's giving you hope. You get a good pick, right? Delilah knows what's up. Yeah, knows. What talk about? Honestly, I want the win. Obviously, I mean, you know, yeah, we still got a lot of, of stuff going on. I, I do want to see your face. Uh, if Carson Wentz has a day, Nick, and I just want to say, what's up now, baby? Yeah, Nick, Nick does I not do like it. Carson. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Let's go. Not a fan. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Not a fan. Didn't look, do well. Didn't do well with the Colts. You know, after after Foles stole his job for the Super Bowl, he's never been the same. And and the, you know, again. Personally, I don't know the man, but his play on the field just doesn't impress me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat that in any way, shape, or form. And, you know, again, I think part of – real quick, part of Rivera's thing, man, at least Ron was being very honest. Whether he should have said it or not is another story, but Ron was being honest. You could tell in his face he was being honest because, you know what, What? he he had to accept Carson. You know what I'm saying? I don't think Ron really said, man, we need Carson Wentz. That's going to put us over. But – you do what management tells you. They're he's the ones management. who pick the players, right? Yeah, he is. Man. He's management. Yeah, but... No, I still yeah, come on, man. He's, but he's the football of who CEO. Was available... Right, but of who was available last year? Do you really think his number Trubisky, one choice? I'm just saying it was Trubisky, Mariota, and well, maybe Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan wasn't going to come. No, we, but you could have made him an offer. We went after Russ. We went after, after Russ. And got, got no, I know. I know you went yeah. after Russ. And again, if you'd have landed, but then again, Russ is. I don't know what's going on in Denver. Yeah, That's yeah, another yeah, show for yeah, another yeah. time. But yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. it came to be. I think they realized that we have to trade for someone because if we have to try and convince someone to come to our team, that's right. Be exactly. That is a sign. That's it. That right. You're abs- Will honestly. That's the best thing you honestly could have said because you're 100 percent on that. Mm-hmm. No, it's true because that just shows you right there. We know we have to get somebody because nobody wants to come here. Correct. So we're going to have to trade for not, someone not market. to get, yeah. you know, that are forced yeah. to be here. Right. Yeah. And, and, right. You know, and again, I question sometimes too, you know, because Eberflus and, and, you know, polls 
they didn't draft Justin either. And I'm not trying to say they're trying to say, but I'm not trying to say it's a naggy situation. But somewhere in the back of your mind, you got to think like, are these guys convinced about Justin Fields? Correct. Are they yeah. going to say, well, you know what? After this year, we're going to go and get our guy that we want mm-hmm. because we're not sold on Justin. And so that's why I say, I don't want what happened to Mitch to happen to Justin is all I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that Justin gets a fair shake to really prove what he can do because we all know the struggles we've had with our offensive line. As you said, we've got one receiver so far who's proven that he could actually catch the ball, yeah. and that's Mooney. You know, we do get Nikhil Harry back. I don't know what Nikhil's going to do, but we'll see. And I, I just think, again, I hope the kid gets a fair shake before the new regime is like, well, maybe we got to go another direction. Let's get our quarterback in here, and then yeah. we'll do something. So yeah. I just, again, I'm, that's why I'm really curious. And the more victories we pile up, in that sense, I think helps Justin's case is all I'm saying. You know. So I'm hoping that that, you know, you know so I'm hoping that that somehow pans out for us because I just don't want to see the kid just get thrown away after two years, especially with Nagy last year, and then coming in with this new regime this year and them giving up on him so quickly. Right. You know that's that, all, that's that all. Washington want, liked Justin Fields the most of those, those rookie quarterbacks that year. And that they just felt that the trade up from where they were was going to be too much to what they wanted to give too up. Too much, so, yeah. Yeah, so so That's should fair. you all be unloading him? Godly. God, I don't need another Ohio State quarterback <laughs> in D.C. No. Oh, man. Well, all right, well, look. Again. We look. We gotta let you guys go, Delilah. I want to give all right, you. Sorry, I, I want to give you real quick the last word on this. Are you it's Chicago, Washington? We see all of us are let's talk football people. Both of these shows started at the same time. I mean, how great is this, Delilah? I mean, this. I mean, we get to do these shows all the time, but yeah, now we it. actually are going to be all invested in this one game. How you I love about? it. It's a good time. I can't wait to see all the, you know. BS will be sending to each other in group chat. <laughs> so that's going to be fun. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> group chat yes. is going to be crazy tomorrow night. <laughs> and I have the ladies show. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. I'll be, I'll be live texting. Right, right. <laughs> How do you like that? How do you like that? <laughs> Yo, so real quick, before we go, I'm going to let both of y'all know where you're going to be. Delilah, you said you had the ladies show. Talk to us. What you, uh, what time is that and where people can Yeah, find so we go on a little earlier than the other shows. Um, well, some most of the shows. Uh, we go on at uh, 6.30 Central, which is 7.30 Eastern. So um, that's okay. where we go on. And uh, we basically kind of, and that's pretty much it. You know, we follow the same flow. You know, we'll do like usual notes, calls, lady in the NFL, that kind of stuff. So. Great. It'll be a good time. Great stuff. All stars. <laughs> Come see us ass. before the game. Yes, <laughs> yeah. perfect. Definitely. Perfect. Yes, I can't think of a better way to start my Thursday than watching you guys and then watching the, the Chicago Bears take the L. Yes. My guy, Nicholas Rosario, where can we find you, my guy? Well, I'm as I said, I'm working the game tomorrow, so you will find me at Soldier, at Field, Soldier Field doing my happy dance Woo! when my Bears stomp all over your commanders. Oh. Nope. No, um, but like I said, I will try my best. I don't know how it's going to go because I haven't worked in that stadium since 2003. Mm-hmm. So if I get a chance, though, and I get a little break, I'm definitely going to try to send out a couple of videos and yes. give you guys updates on what's happening there. So good. Uh, look for that. Hopefully I'll be able to do that because I think that'd be fun. Uh, but, you know, again, in the spirit, and you guys know I just love giving you crap, in all seriousness, as long as nobody gets hurt, Everybody, you know, comes away from this game without injury, without incident. Let's just go play the game and may the better team, the Bears, 
Win. Washington. That's all, That's all I'm asking for. That's all I'm asking for. I'll take it. Big I'll Bear, Big it. W. Well, yo, we got to send a special shout out to two ha- two thirds of the Let's Talk Football, the roundtable group. Our dear friends, Nicholas, I want the smoke, Rosario, Delilah Crespo, host of Diversity with Delilah. I, I love you guys. You guys were the first ones after Let's Talk Football that I said, would you all want to do a show with me? And you guys were super receptive. It is absolutely, I cannot believe where it's gone from what we started with back when yeah. you guys are doing an True. amazing job. We appreciate yes. you. Oh, thank you. Unfortunately, you guys awesome. are going to have to take that L tomorrow. And then uh, I hope you talk yeah, about yeah. it next week. <laughs> Keep doing that. You're going to have that fingerprint on your forehead. You're just going to no! be like this for the rest of the year. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, Nick. See, Nicholas Rosario has been uh, taking us. <laughs> Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we have to go ahead and let you go. We so appreciate you being here. We appreciate our guests, Nicholas. Thank you, and guys. Lila. Thank you, guys. Yes. Seriously. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you. Thank Thanks you for having us on. Thank you. Yep. Absolutely. You guys Absolutely. are the best. Love you guys. So, so peace you. out, guys. We will definitely see y'all soon. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, hey. We are going to go ahead and let you go. Will, hey, I like it. I like it. It's Bring nice it to be able to have a game so quickly. We don't right, have to wait right. till Sunday. <laughs> Let's exactly. get this over with and know if we're going to be in misery for the rest of the season. Right. But look, that was one of the reasons why I didn't get too bent out of shape because it was like there is such a turnaround. It yeah. is, okay, Thursday and the Bears. So this could happen. Like, yes. ah, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have got to let you go. We appreciate you guys staying here, watching us. Shout out to the people watching. Andrew, Jarrett was in the comments. Anton was in the comments. uh, And a bunch of people. Thank you so much for being with us, guys. Uh, We're going to go ahead and let you go with all the shows we have in the Let's Talk Football community. We added the Let's Talk Football NFC South show and Nathan's Big Nate Sports Talk Podcast to the mix. We have a bunch of shows going on. For me, Mr. Sean Spencer, my guy, Mr. Capitals over here, Will Kramer. Yo, we are Washington Football Weekly. Let's get that dub tomorrow. Hail to the commanders, baby. Let's go. (laughs) 